Being a better human means being kind, being gracious, being humble, finding other people valuable and worthy of love and doing our best to care for each other and love each other. Do you ever feel like you are the only one living a life that is too hard to handle? Welcome to the In Raw Life podcast, where we're going to talk about real life in its raw form. Each week, we'll dive into the stuff that nobody really likes to talk about because it's uncomfortable, painful, a little awkward, or just weird. We want to normalize all of that and help you realize that you can live out your dream even in life's messiness. I'm Sierra. And I'm Jessica. And we're living our dream lives in real life, in raw life. Welcome back to the In Raw Life podcast. We are super excited over here because it is fall. Woohoo! And we are in the middle of our fall challenge on our Instagram. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. So, I was super inspired for today's episode by the quote, who apparently is by Unknown. Oh, I love that guy. I know. He does the best ones. The quote is, the trees are about to show us how beautiful it is to let things go. Ooh, so good. Mm -hmm. But before we unpack that, Sierra, what's your reality check today? Oh, Lordy. Lord have mercy. Well... (laughs) Moments ago, I watched my child fall asleep with tears in his eyes because he just couldn't stop crying no matter all of the different Mm. options we tried. Uh, So that's super frustrating. Um, Yeah. That is always the worst. Oh, yeah. It's it's awful. Um, My dad has rescheduled – my dad keeps – scheduling to come visit us but then like something weird with covid happens every time and so now my husband might have been exposed might have we don't know yet but we have to wait and get tested and whatever mm-hmm. and so my dad had a reschedule and i feel like i'm kind of possibly fighting with my mom my husband and i have not been on the same page in like i think today we're finally back on the same page but it's been like a week of not on the same page so i'm just like out of sorts with everyone except my my little nine month old he's just he watches (laughs) he was watching his arrow was like screaming and he kept looking at me like huh that's weird why is he doing that and i would look back and be like i don't know kid (laughs) he's your brother (laughs) just don't learn from him don't do it gray i know I think I really do think I'm like I feel like he's watching and thinking, okay, this is what not to do. This really pisses mom off. Don't True. do that. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I hope he learned. He's learned how to crawl and walk from his older brother. Hopefully, he'll learn what not to say to mama if he wants to keep his dinosaur. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I hope so. Oh. But anyway, yeah. that's me. It's great. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. On top of all of that, it's 112 heat index. I talk about the heat in every reality check, but it's 112 heat index. I just turned off the air and it's already stifling in here, but that's okay because I'm going to maintain my cool the entire episode. That's right. Jess, just let it how go. How is your wonderful – this is my chill voice. <laughs> What's your reality? <laughs> my reality check. Hmm. I 
Okay, this is what is on my mind currently. And maybe this episode will help me with it. <laughs> okay. What is it? Is that we have a wedding coming up for my boyfriend's good friend. And we've known about it. Mm-hmm. It's in Texas. And it's a month or a couple weeks away or something like that. And he really wants to go. My boyfriend is in the realm of people that it's not that he thinks COVID is a hoax or anything like that, but he's not necessarily a mask wearer unless he's made to. Mm -hmm. And it's not like he takes any sort of precautions. So, I mean, he's going no matter what. And I know that he would really like me to go. And like, I just, I've been like warring with myself of, okay, do I go? Do I not go? Is it the right thing to do? Is it not the right thing to do? Like I, I'm a, careful person as in I wear my mask places because I feel like it's the right thing to do. I try and I mean, I don't, I'm not like I'm going out socializing all over the place. Like I run to the store, run errands or whatever things I need to do. My daughter's going to school hybrid schedule. But then, you know, my boyfriend also works outside of the house and sees lots of people. So I'm like, well, is it a big deal if I go get on a plane then, like for our own little family? Like if he's going to do it, he's going to bring back whatever anyway. So so that was kind of my – I just didn't know what to do. And then I just thought, okay, what if I go? What if I'm just like – I let go my whatever, like, you know, being – thinking, oh, I'm going to upset, you know, some of my family members because they probably really don't want me to. <laughs> I'm going to upset, mm-hmm. like, you know, if it's the right thing to do or have people that don't believe it's the right thing to do. But what if I just let all of that go and think, okay, I'm just – I'm going. How do I feel about it? I'm like – I feel really excited because my boyfriend's excited then that I'm going because I know he wants me to and it'll be a good time together. Uh, It's a weekend where my daughter's already with her dad, so I don't really have to worry about that. And it's near the people that I work for now where I work from home and they all work in that area and I could actually meet them in person and that, you know, might forge stronger bonds that will help work be even better and more enjoyable than it already is. So I was like, oh, like that feels good. That all sounds really good to me. <laughs> so, But I'm still, you know, warring with myself like, oh, is that the right thing to do? So that's my reality check, just trying to figure that out because I have to figure it out quickly so we can make travel plans. Hmm. Well, I don't want to sway your opinion either way, but I will say the best things that so – we did just have an episode on travel and we should have talked about this. I didn't even think – well, we kind of did, but – The best way, I think, to overcome the should I do this travel form of travel or not is to research the COVID plan for each option. So like Mm -hmm. we – when we were traveling, we rode a train and we know – like we we knew their COVID plan. Mm. My mom – like my uncle was traveling and she was worried and she he was traveling on Delta and she sent me Delta's COVID plan. So when you know, like, I don't know if he's already got his tickets or not, but if you mm-hmm. know who you're flying with yeah, um, and all of that. Also, like I know, I guess every single, every one of my close relatives has flown and the the seats are like the middle seats are all empty. Yeah, There's I saw a that. A third of the people allowed on. I mean, Jay's flight was full and it was empty. So there's mm-hmm. definitely and like the filtered air, there's all sorts of research on that. So I would just recommend doing your research 
into the flight and then that will give you peace and then at the end or not peace if you have an uncomfortable feeling then i think go with your intuition but at the end of the day you can't make your decision based on who's going to judge you or not oh yeah no that i think that's my biggest thing right now is being judged yeah, yeah. i know and that's the I thing though everybody's go. judging you like even the fact that you're saying it on the podcast there's going to be people listening saying mm-hmm. oh my god just go and other people saying why are you going that's so dangerous and You know, even like it's crazy because Jay says the pandemic is like a pressure cooker for Mm -hmm. people or a stress – not a pressure cooker, a stress test. Um, And like people under pressure will crack. And so people – like some of your closest friends are starting to judge just because they're they're stressed themselves. So like Jay has been getting flack for flying and then other people like, you know, give him flack for – being too cautious at work. Like there's flack no matter which way you do it. So you can't make your decision based on the judgment aspect for sure. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I hope that helps. Thanks, Dr. Sierra. Oh, (laughs) anytime. I mean, no, it did. It it helped me already know what I need to – what I've been already telling myself. It's just – Yeah. Yeah. Letting You'll do what's best. When you listen to your heart, you will always do what's best. Mm. Unknown. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was say, you sound like a Disney character, but like a few of them, so I can't pinpoint it. <laughs> it's a little bit of Rafiki and the the ancestors from Mulan. That's that's mm. what I'm envisioning. <laughs> There's a little bit of Moana grandma, too, I think. Ah, I haven't seen Moana. No, oh, you have to. I need to. Anyway, tangent. Speaking, speaking so, of Disney movies, let it go. Oh, I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about when we're doing this episode. But yeah, so change is a good thing. It's a good thing. thing. Change is a good thing. That's the song in my head. <laughs> it doesn't have to be scary. Like, I know that a lot of people really do not like change and it terrifies them. Oh, no. And a lot of people I used to love despise change it. and look for mm-hmm. it yeah but but change is good and it's and letting things go it's creating the change so that's why people are mm-hmm. are scared to let go of things or people or ideas because they don't want the change that it's going to bring even if what mm-hmm. they're in at the moment is not what they want it's like the fear of the unknown is worse to them in their mind than what's actually going to happen I mean, I've lived yeah. through this myself, my story with, you know, the marriage that I was in, and it's it was nothing harmful to me, per se, but it was what stopped me from realizing what really had to happen and that our marriage was over was the fear of change and the fear of the unknown of, well, what am I going to do on my own with me and my daughter? Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I don't have a direction then. I've had this direction of I'm married to a military man, and that gives me direction in life, and I'm his wife, and blah, 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 blah. And then when I finally let that go, one, it felt like a relief Mm -hmm. more than anything. And two, so many more amazing things happened because Mm. I finally let that fear go and let that life go. Um, My affirmation calendar, it's like Mm -hmm. an affirmation of the day. Uh, Just a few days ago, the affirmation was, the comfort zone is an okay place to hang out, but nothing grows there. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I, really I love, love it. <laughs> I'll take a picture. You can put it on Insta. <laughs> you need to record some of those. It's like a do do do. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> affirmation calendar of the day. <laughs> yeah. And then perfectly fitting into us recording this, I've mm, – Jed's sister-in-law gave me Glennon Doyle Melton's newest book, Untamed, for my birthday back in June. And I've finally mm-hmm. been making a point that when I wake up, I give myself 15 minutes of reading that book or whatever book then comes after it in the morning to like start my day. And nice. so literally just this morning, I was reading – it's kind of like still the beginning of it and it's all about women letting go of what – society, the world, or anyone else has this idea of what we're supposed to be and realizing mm-hmm. who we really are and what we really want. So this, th- these two quotes stuck out to me this morning. If we want to build new, we must be willing to let the old burn. Mm-hmm. I really liked that one. That just kind of – so think about that. If we want to reach the next goal, if we want to better ourselves, if we want to do whatever's next in our life, even if our life is really great where it's at, we have to be willing to let the old stuff go and let it burn and let it die to be able to have this new growth and this new whatever it is that's going to bring us, whatever's the next thing that's going to better us. That's like forest fires. Do you know that Mm -hmm. about forest fires? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what it made me think of. Like a forest fire is necessary in order to promote regrowth. And that is like such a hard concept for me because I lost like my grandparents' house and all of their belongings to a forest Mm -hmm. fire. So like that thought is such a – like a raw thought for me that you have to let things burn. What what was the exact quote? We must be willing to let the old burn. Yeah. Like to have the old burn in order to – what was the new part though? If you want to build new, we must be willing to let the old burn. Right. Yeah. So like to build new, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the house that they put in place because it wasn't my grandparents' house Mm -hmm. and it was so hard to like get rid of all of these memories, like belongings and both of my grandparents have since passed and now we have very little to remember them by except the memories. But almost in a way, that's sort of beautiful too because now we Mm -hmm. cherish those memories so much more than like their china or their jewelry you know and so and i like one of my cousins and i that i don't normally get along great with her but like we have bonded recently over some of our memories at my grandparents house Mm. so at least there's that you know like they're i feel like sometimes the change isn't what we want but it's still it's not oh yeah it doesn't mean it's bad for us yeah there's there's I would say even that there's always beauty in the change. There's always something Mm -hmm. that comes out of it, whether expected or unexpected, that is wonderful. I mean, this even kind of brings it back to our minimalism episode. You know, you had to let things go to free your mind, to have more time to do something else. Like you have to to allow the change, whether Mm -hmm. it's scary or not, to, to move on to the next. Yeah. And I think I think you really have a point there with the allowing the change thought mm-hmm. because so like this whole thing with COVID, right? Everyone mm-hmm. at you know, you go through the the stages of grief, <laughs> like we're tying this into mm-hmm. everything. Um but with the stages of grief, you know, we had denial and anger and what was it? what are the other ones? Uh regret? No. I don't know. Whatever those stages are, like you go, you know, your mind <laughs> goes to go back to all these places. I know. <laughs> Bargaining. Um, but there's 
Yeah, bargaining, right. And so like we're doing all these things with COVID to try to make it go away essentially. But the thing is like it couldn't go away. And I feel like now as society, as an entire world, we've come to the place of acceptance where, okay, this is what it is. We have to wear masks when we go into Walmart and other businesses that require it or in certain cities that are that mandate it. And we, you know, we're cautious about what we do or we're not cautious. Like this is how I fill in your name handle corona and it's just like become what it is like it's not really a thing that we are totally i mean obviously it's everywhere you can't deny it but it's not nearly as obsessive like trying to change it isn't necessarily as obsessive as accepting a lot of what's happening kind of thing Mm -hmm. and i think that a part of letting it go is the acceptance like nobody wants corona this change is not a fun change but it's inevitable it's impossible to get rid of no matter which way you're looking at it i mean like i've talked before about how like my dad and i are on opposite sides of how you should handle it and yet we both agree it sucks like it doesn't matter (laughs) what it is it just it sucks but i think we both now are in such a healthy place of saying like okay whatever like (laughs) reschedule the flight we'll move on to the next one whatever um and yeah, like I feel like acceptance is when your mind fully actually lets go of whatever it is you're holding on to. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, back to the original quote, I love it because it, it's finding the beauty in it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. some people love summer and then it goes into fall. It's, it's literally leaves changing color so that they can fall off and die in winter. It's kind of like thinking, it makes me think of like a phoenix too. Like, even though there's this great thing happening, the change has to come and kill something off so that it can then bring the next great thing. What is a phoenix? You don't know what a phoenix is? I thought it was like an animal, like a mythical oh, animal. It, it's a mythical animal, but w- once it reaches like its maturity or the end of its life, it literally burns up in flames and then it, a new baby one is born from the ashes. Oh, Wow. Mm-hmm. It brings us new life. It's so morbid and beautiful. So I I did some research this week. Wait, you said and, there were two quotes. Oh, there were two quotes. <laughs> um <laughs> The other quote the other quote, um, I don't know, let's see how it relates. Maybe it's safer even if it's not true enough. Maybe it's good enough. Mm. Maybe okay. Wait. So that hold co- on. It doesn't necessarily – I mean, it talks about change. It kind of – Can you say it one more time? It's it's deep. So it's basically someone saying, maybe this is safer even if this is not really, like, truly who I am. But it's good enough. Say, sorry. Say the whole say the whole quote again because the second time I was thinking about you re-saying it, I wasn't thinking about the quote itself. <laughs> maybe it's safer <laughs> even if it's not true enough. Maybe it's good enough. Oh, no, maybe I don't like it as much. Maybe I don't like it at all. Now I don't know what I was thinking originally. What does well, that so, quote mean? So how I interpret it, because this is kind of what it's about, like the whole book is about, what she writes about. Maybe it's safer even if it's not true enough. So maybe whatever the not changing thing, like not not making any changes or letting anything go, it's safer mm-hmm. even if it's not really truly who I am. So maybe that's good enough. But who wants to live their life in good enough don't we all want better don't we want to better ourselves 
so that we can help others better themselves and live more fulfilling, rich lives. So I did some research this week, and I have a few different sources. The first one is from Elite Daily, and mm-hmm. the, the post was, Why It's Okay to Let Things Go in Life. Mm. And it talks about how, you know, things that we can let go. We can let go of regret. We can let go of mistakes made. We can let go of people lost. We can let go of steps not taken. And letting go frees us from emotions that hold us back from growing into the person that we are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it talks about, you know, what whatever happened, whether it was a good thing, a bad thing, you're really sad about it, or it was completely out of your control, or it was within your control. Whatever the situation is that you need to let go, or the person, the best you can do is you learn from it, you learn from the experience or whatever happened, and that's all you need to do. And then you move yeah. on to the next. Mm-hmm. That's all you I, can do. Yeah. I mean, I literally... I have come to not have regrets like I've talked about before because whether it was good or bad or terrible, I I learned something from it. Even when I'm in the thick of something that's really obnoxious, um, I think to myself, okay, this is obnoxious. What is this teaching me though? Mm-hmm. So that way I yes. can let it go and move on with the good yeah. stuff. I. I- I honestly think that looking at it that way is what helps you have a a healthier mindset anyway. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this before in your episode, yeah, your very first introduction episode. When you are dwelling on the negative, you will continue to see the negative. But then even – I don't – maybe it wasn't your introduction episode, but one of your reality checks was the fact that you – it was like right after your your divorce was supposed to be finalized and then your masseuse canceled and then your facial, your esthetician canceled. It was like thing after thing after thing. And the average normal person would be like, oh, God, all right, whatever. The world hates me today. I am mm-hmm. going to have a martini and go to bed. But you were just like, okay, whatever. I'm going to save. It's not supposed to happen today. I'm going to save my massage and facial for when I actually get to celebrate my divorce going through because it will happen and whatever, I'm going to do something else instead. Like you just had such a positive attitude about a very crappy weekend. You didn't let the weekend get you down, which was, I thought, very impressive. And and I think you also mentioned like the, I don't know, you stub your toe kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I love how you, you talk about that. Like you're already having a bad day and then you stub your toe and then you like step on a toy and whatever. And then the bookshelf falls. And it's just there. like, ugh. Right. Like, and like everything is so angry. Attraction? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's a lot it of attraction. Is, though. But in the, yeah, in a negative way. And that's what I, that's how I used to live a lot. And so, and it's work. And I still, it's still work. Like that day that all those sucky things happened, I was like, I, I had to make that choice. But because I had trained myself so much to make that choice of, it to be an instant, okay, like not meant to happen right now instead of just being pissed mm-hmm. off about it and the world hates me, you know. Yeah. It's all good. Well, I do. I think it's the law of attraction. If you attract negative 
thoughts, your negative thoughts are going to continue. Yeah. Like, ugh, the stupid, that stupid table jumped out and now my toe is stubbed <laughs> versus like, well, that's what I get for being clumsy. That's okay. Like, I will learn to avoid that table next time, you know, or whatever. You know, once you start thinking about the positive things, even if you continue to have a bunch of crappy things happen, you're already in a good mood. So you are able to maintain that good mood because you keep, you, like you said, you trained yourself to yeah, look at the positive. It was like yeah. even when I was in, in California and I hated it at the beginning and I spent every single day taking a picture of something I loved in L.A. So much to the point where I was a sobbing mess and still miss L.A. so much. And I hated that place. <laughs> I was like over it. But I spent a year looking for the positive and now I can only – like there are some weird bad parts about L.A., traffic, smog. But the rest of it I'm obsessed with and I'd go back in a heartbeat. Aww. Cost of living. That's a little challenging too. But you know what I mean. Like I love that place. So I think it's yeah. – I think your mindset is so key to letting go. Like I think a huge part of it is letting go of the negative to fill your space with the positive so that you can see the bright side of even the burned down house. That yeah. is my soapbox. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I even – my intro episode, I talked about what – changed my mind what's what started me on the change of mindset and even that day i was thinking oh i'm a good person i don't need all this positive woohoo stuff like but then when i actually let go my that thinking and opened up to the new thinking that's what has brought me to be this person that i am today who constantly works on myself and knows that i still have more to go and i always will and it's exciting every single time that like i Level up, I guess you could call it. <laughs> I like it. It's the video game of your life. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> You've reached a new level. Congratulations, Jessica. <laughs> so the other research that I did, I found on medium.com. The name of this post was letting go is accepting what is happening now and not worrying what will come up. Ooh, worrying. That is a big thing. <laughs> That we need to – when you can train your mind, you can kind of stop the worrying so much, I guess, or stop the stop the worrying from letting it control your mind. But here is – it's a list of five ways to help you let things go. I'm excited. Let's hear it. Number one is mind control, which means you kind of like what we just touched on. You control your thoughts. Your thoughts you hire do not define – psychic- to, to, um, what is that called? What's that word where they do the TikTok oh, thing? Oh, hypnotize. The TikTok Hypnotize. The TikTok thing. <laughs> you hire a hypnotist to change your mindset so you can see the future. No, sorry. Yes, tell me you the could truth. do what that. Really? Or you could also control your thoughts because your thoughts do not define who you are and what value you have. So that was kind of the mindset that stuff that we talked on. Like you you control what's going on in there. You make the choice of what to do. Um, that's what I talk a lot about with like depression and anxiety too because our minds lie to us constantly. Like you are not good enough. Like confidence, all of it. All of our episodes are about your mind lying to you <laughs> and how you can overcome that. So you are beautiful. You are confident. You are mentally healthy. You just have to tell yourself these things because you are. It's the only thing telling you you're not is is your mind. Like nobody 
There's no doctor's note that yeah. said, actually, you shouldn't have confidence because you suck. Like, nothing – there's nothing that can say whether or not you have confidence except your own darn brain. So change your mind. Change your life. Number two is – Get it all out. Express your emotions in a healthy way, hopefully. And, you know, you can talk to a friend. Mm -hmm. You can talk to a counselor. You can journal. You can express yourself in art, whatever way is that's healthy to you and that gets it out and helps you let go of whatever it is or whoever it is is what's going to be best. If you need to go start running again or exercise, like I, I find that mm, really a good, idea. good way to help me let things go too and clear my mind and get into, back to a positive space. I love writing. I like will write mm. out my thoughts. Sometimes like when all of this year was like at its pinnacle of stressfulness with everything that was happening, I couldn't like I my brain wasn't even processing it. And I was having a really hard time. And so I ended up writing a poem and that's what got me through mm, it because – That's perfect. Like I couldn't – I like my brain couldn't process it on its own so I had to get it out into words and like poetry was my form of word getting out it. <laughs> getting out it? Oh, I getting love that. It. Number three is acceptance. That sounds a lot like grief. Acceptance. Not everything has closure or explanation but we have to fully accept it Without wishing that it was different. So so oh, when you when yeah. you let something – I mean, when you, you know, say you're in a relationship and the relationship ends, no matter how it ends, sometimes there's not closure. Sometimes there's not a reason. Sometimes you're not going to – or most of the time there's not closure. Most of the times you're not going to get an answer in order to actually fully let things go. You just have to – kind of like the minimalism episode, Maria Kondo it, thank it for its time. Thank it for whatever you learned, good or bad. Thank you for the experiences. And then let it go. And I know that's not easy. It is hard work. I have been there. I've been there more than once. Um, also comes to, you know, when you lose a loved one to death, same thing. You Like you're – there's – that's so – can be so quick and final and there's not closure or answers always. And you have to, you know, do your grieving process and then and then let – whatever you're worrying about about it go for yourself mm -hmm. yeah that's like so back to my grandparents house when okay so we lost it to the forest fire and then a few months later we lost my grandmother mm -hmm. and then like five years later we lost my grandfather and when they had to sell the property i'm like okay i already lost the house <laughs> And now they're selling off this property. And I was so frustrated because I felt like they didn't have to. Like, let's just keep it in the family forever because I love this land. And I it took me a long time to get over that. I think I was the only person who cared about the yeah. property, but I did. And that, like, that grief lasted for a long time. And I, I mean, I do think there is something to say about grieving for oh, the time yeah. that you need to grieve. But – but you need to understand when it's time to let go of what you like, cannot control. Right. right. Like I can't I can't sit here and be angry at my family for selling it off because that's not going to change anything except for my mental well-being because I'm just sitting here stewing in anger. Like I had I grieved it, but I had to accept it also and not stew and hold grudges or malice towards anyone. Yeah. 
Number four is, this might be my favorite one because it's the hardest one. Is oh, yes. Let's hear it. Forgiveness. You have to mm. forgive people who aren't sorry. Yourself. You have to. Oh, yeah. You have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive whatever may have gone wrong because the only thing that happens when you're holding on to that and waiting for the sorry or waiting for the explanation is you're hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. And you and you don't even have to forgive them verbally or the situation or whatever it was verbally. You can literally just in your mind. I was I was doing this the other day with with a situation, and I was like, just it's like you know something was eating away at me, and I was like, just, I just I forgive it. I forgive it. It's not even a thing anymore. Like I just and let it go. Because it's just me stewing in this and being upset about it and then, you know, feeling the negativity of it. And it's pointless. Yeah. I don't know if if you'll agree with me on this or not. But I also think part of forgiveness is if you have somebody who's reasonable, so not everybody fits that bill. But if you do have someone who's reasonable, sometimes just explaining your feelings, which is vulnerable and scary. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if you explain your feelings, then you're able to reach forgiveness because oftentimes the person didn't even realize that's what you're going through. And so they can apologize and then you can actually forgive them because most, I feel like most disagreements come from bad communication because you don't understand why somebody did the things they did and they don't understand why you did the things you did. So if you can come down and especially if years have passed, usually people have matured, like you might be able to sit down and say, Hey, I want to resolve this. If they don't want to resolve it, okay, then you have to forgive them for being jerks. But if you, you know, if you can, it's a scary thing. I know. It's a scary thing, but it's totally worth it if it can be done right or well. And then the final thought on this post, which I also like a lot, is stay present. It's all we have. Mm, I love that. You are right where you're supposed to be. Yep. I am a huge fan of appreciating the present moment. You are too, Gray. I, I like how I like how this episode really has kind of encompassed all of the things we've talked about in the past. Or it almost really all has of them. In a way. It's kind Maybe of Maybe that's our theme is let it go. <laughs> let it go and on to the next phase of the podcast. But yeah, I like it. I, I think it's perfect since, you know, fall connects us and it's a new beginning of a season and it's just, it's exciting. I like how the word season has so many different meanings. Like yeah, it can mean part of your life, like an era almost or mm-hmm. an actual weather season. And it's funny because I say like I used to hate change. I used to like really fear it. But now I've – people – I mean, you ask what my favorite season is. It's definitely fall. But my second favorite season is the change of seasons. Mm. Yeah, I always I always love the change of seasons, even if I have favorite ones, because it's exciting. Like, I, I've always been someone who, ooh, what's next? Like, I, I enjoy and love whatever I'm doing, but then I'm also always looking forward and excited to whatever's next. I'm, I'm someone who enjoys change and likes change. I just think – I think it's fun because, like, you get used to something for so long mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, my gosh, all of a sudden the air is cooler 
Or, oh my gosh, all of a sudden the air is warmer and the trees mm-hmm. are blooming. You know, there's there's excitement in each new season. But again, it's a matter of looking at the positive, not being like, ugh, now I have to turn my air conditioning back on because it's hot again. Or now we're not going to be able to go outside because it's snowing. You know, like you can look at the negatives or you can focus on the beautiful breeze, the blooming flowers, the changing leaves, whatever the beauty is in each season. And no, hey, it's just a season. I think that also is something yes. that's so important that seasons come and go. Wherever you're at right now, if it stinks, it'll be gone. Like they talk, mm-hmm. they talk about that with raising children. If they're in a phase where they're always having tantrums, okay, but that'll be gone before you know it. But also their sweet little angel faces sleeping at this age will be gone before you know it. So soak mm-hmm. it all up because it's only a season and it will – Move on to the next before you know it. Amen. Thank you for joining us again in this new season of Life, the podcast, and actual fall because it's freaking fall, which is the best season ever. And if you disagree, Jessica, I'm sorry, you're wrong. (laughs) So (laughs) I have been holding that in all episode. No, but for real. Thank you as always for joining us. We love that you keep coming back and We would love for you to be part of our show. So the way you can do that is send an email to podcast at inrawlife.com with a voice memo or an email of what you think it means to be a better human. And since you love us as much as you love fall, or if you don't love fall, you still love us. No, stop it. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast or even on multiple platforms. That will help us get out there, be seen, be heard, and we can grow so that we can help other amazing people just like you. You can also share our podcast by screenshotting. If you don't know how to screenshot, I'm sure you can Google it and figure out how to screenshot on your phone. Screenshot right now, whatever you're doing. Screenshot or wait until you're stopped driving. And (laughs) post it to your Instagram story, post it to your feed, text it to people, email it to people, however you share things with people. We would love to be shared so that we can grow even more. And then those people can also get in on our amazing Instagram story fall challenge where someone is going to win some Starbucks. So make sure you get on there. It's not over yet. You can find us at... The In Raw Life Podcast on Instagram. Until next time, remember to be a little bit like Elsa and let things go. Take a second to enjoy the weather wherever you are. And tell Sierra that I do love fall. Bye! I don't know if that was a sad look, a sassy look, or what. (laughs) That's me. Morbid and beautiful. I don't know that that's how I'd describe you. I'll deal with it later. Okay. Hello? Okay. (laughs) I had to ask myself if I was still there.